Hi friend, and welcome to the Lemonade Legacy Podcast. My name is Megan, your host, and I am so glad that you're here. I wish we were having coffee together right now. That would be just the best, but I am so thankful we have this. I'm just an ordinary girl in the trenches of real life, sharing encouragement along the way. But this isn't going to be just about me. It's about all of us women locking arms and walking this journey of life together. Here you will hear stories of women facing all kinds of real life stuff and how to keep walking even when those life lemons are super bitter. Real women, real stories to encourage you, empower you, and call us to embrace our destinies. Taking all of life's lemons and making the sweetest lemonade and creating a legacy that lasts and lasts. You are so loved, friend, and get ready to be changed. Hey there, friend. It's Megan, your host of the Lemonade Legacy Podcast, and this is episode number four. I am so excited about this episode. I know from one heart to another that this will change your life because it's good. Not because I'm saying it or because I'm talking, but because God is good and he gives us the ability to be content no matter what our situation is. So won't you join me in finding out how to be content no matter where we are in our life? I hope you know that you're loved and let's dive in. What are you up to? Where are you right now? Are you driving? Are you in between nap times with kids? Are you on your lunch break from work? What's your life look like right now? Maybe you're on vacation. Maybe you're just chilling at the beach. That's what I'd like to be doing. I love the beach. That is going to be, I should do a whole podcast just on how much I love the beach and just give like interesting facts about all the things you can find at the beach. Nobody would probably listen to that because no one loves the beach as much as I do. Or maybe you do. And if you do, we're kindred hearts because I love the beach so much. Anyway, that's not the point of this podcast, but just so you know, hi, my name is Megan and I love the beach. Uh, Thanks so much for joining me today. Um, I don't know where you're at today. I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know if life feels really like mountaintop right now for you or if it feels very low. I don't know what you're facing Um, if you're feeling like super excited about the future or if you're just like feeling like is this as good as it gets whatever it is for you today friend struggle is real and we've all been in both of those places and some of us I feel like sometimes even for myself I feel like I've been sometimes more in the what feels like valleys and I'm like is this gonna get better like what is happening so if you're there today take heart and know that we are, the whole point of the Lemonade Legacy is taking the lemons of life that sometimes are out of our control and making some sweet lemonade. So I'm so thankful you're here. Thanks for joining. Um, so what I want to talk about today is something that I feel like is probably a thing for everyone. So if you're listening to this and breathing, it's probably a thing. Um, and that is contentment. Silence. Does that sting deep for you? Because <laughs> it does for me. Contentment. Uh, you know, I wonder, I, I'm sure it's all relative, right? Maybe like back in like the 1920s and 30s and when they didn't have, well, not even that long ago, when they didn't have social media, didn't have Instagram and Facebook and like my pictures and give me all these followers and 
when you couldn't be sponsored by someone and you couldn't do all the things. Now, I am not hating on Facebook and Instagram. I think they serve great purposes when they're used correctly. I love it that I can go back. It's like an all-time scrapbook. It's so awesome. Um, I love the way Facebook brings up memories. You're like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. It like sometimes picks the best moments that you're like, ah, I would have forgotten. And so I'm thankful for what it can do. But if you're like me, sometimes it's dangerous and it is, can make you battle the contentment line. But here's the reality. We can have freedom from that because ultimately we are called to live the life we're called to live in contentment and not in our own strength because I don't know if you're like me but I if I didn't have a community of people surrounding me who are encouraging me in my calling in my purpose in my destiny and if I didn't have the strength of God on my side I would be discontent in every area of my life and I know that because in times when I've isolated myself from community or um, have just had a bad day, or the circumstances of my life feel like, okay, like, why does my life look like this and their life looks like that? That, if I didn't have the strength from God and the grace and the ability to move, I would be discontent in every area. I mean, you can go on Instagram right now and you can look at everyone's highlight reel. The reality is most people aren't posting the everyday dramas. Most people aren't, let's just take it real simple. Most people aren't posting when they get that massive like zit on their face. <laughs> most people are not. If anything, they're turning their face to the side to get the good clear sky at the skin or, or um, most people aren't posting when they're in the trenches of life and like they can't pay the bills or their kids are throwing a literal fit on the floor because they didn't get what they wanted in that moment or... Um, you're having a fight with your spouse and like most people aren't posting that kind of stuff. Why? Because it's like, we want everyone, if we were honest, we want everyone else to think we're doing awesome. Like we want people to like us. And we think that in order for people to like us, we have to like look a certain way. We have to have it together. Our family needs to look presentable and together and our children need to be well behaved. Let's be honest. We've all been in a restaurant at some point now that I have kids I don't, I don't judge because I'm like, you know what? I'm not there yet, maybe, but one day I might be there. So I'm just going to fist bump you, mom, with your baby screaming in Target because I'm not even going to judge. I'm not even going to judge you. <laughs> so let's just be real. Most people aren't posting that kind of stuff on social media. And so I think that social media is 100% one of the biggest um, places where we find, we can find ourselves in discontentment. How much do you get on social media and just scroll and you're just like, and at the end of it, you're either encouraged because you're following people who are posting like the real stuff of life or they have a mix of everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, or their encouragement or, or whatever. Or you follow all the people who just seem like they got all their ish together, if you will. And you're like, and by the time you're done, you're like, well, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not rich enough. I don't have a nice enough car. I don't have a degree. I don't have any accolades of any sort. I don't even have a hundred and whatever followers or likes on my photos. And is anyone like me or see me must not because I only got three likes on that photo and I didn't get 15 like I did on the other one. Or, I mean, it's just a downward spiral if we find our contentment 
in things that are not of God. That's the bottom line. The bottom line is if we put our contentment in the world, we will always be disappointed because it will never be enough. And even when we think we've gotten enough, like, yeah, well, if I just had that body or that, if I just had her hair or if I just had that amount of money or that car or if my kid just would act like their kid would in that photo, my kid would just smile for one photo. But no, everyone's screaming and looking the other way and we have to make it all happen. If that was just my story, then I would be happy and I would be content. And I want to tell you something, friend. And you probably already know this because you've probably been in that situation where maybe you even got some of those things that you were wanting to, that you thought would make you content and you still had discontentment. And that is part of the burden of our world. So I want to encourage you today to let you know that you and me, we can find contentment. And I have found so much more contentment and weirdly and crazily, I don't even know if that's a word, but I just made that up, crazily, in my lack, uh, in my lack, I have found more contentment over time, not going to lie, at first, like, if you, I can't see you, I wish I could see you, but I'm just going to say this, if you're listening to this, and you've been in seasons, let's just use this for an example, where your finances were real tight, and maybe you were a good steward of your money, but like, you just had a real, like, your job wasn't, paid well or you just are going through a season where everything's costing you money at this point or or whatever that looks like for you but you've had that moment with finances and how easy it is to become discontent in your financial standing because you see the new car that someone has you see the way they look or the things they can buy or the clothes that they wear or the massages they go and get I mean you name it whatever it is you understand. So if you're in that place and you're like, well, I got to be good with my finance. I don't have money. And how easily it is to get discontent because you think if I had more money, I'd be happy. Like I would be content if I had more money. But here, <laughs> here's the beast. You could have more money, but still be discontent because you're just going to want more money. That's the reality of when we put our worth and our value and our happiness in the things of the world that are constantly changing are constantly fleeting, um, where we constantly will need more to satisfy. And that's why like the Bible talks about, come to me, like I'll satisfy you, God talks about. And so um, I know personally from experience of in just in that example of finances, I, I remember a time when we literally had like nothing. And I remember being like, this is unfair. Like, why? You know, why can't we be like them? And why can't we're, we're good with our money? And why can't we have this? And even to a sense of like anger and bitterness. And I don't know if it was toward God or just toward my situation or what, but in that moment, how much discontentment I had and a literal like chip on my shoulder that I believe hindered my ability to be content and experience the true joy of living life regardless of my circumstances. And another example for me would be, so maybe that doesn't resonate with you, maybe it does, but another example for me would be my personal struggle with anxiety and fear. And I've mentioned before in some of these podcasts, and some of my story is going to come out in a lot of these because that's my experience, but you can insert self to what your experience is and the overall theme of being content. But like for me, having these intense irrational fears for so long and like working toward, okay, if I do this and if I can get counseling and if I can do the steps and if I can not focus on these things and get the prayers and, and, and all the things, then I should be fine. Like, 
And, and God, if you just take this away, then I'll be content and happy. I'll be fine. And the reality of that is I had such discontentment, even in my season of what felt like just turmoil. And now I'm not saying that you should live your life and God's like putting that on you and, and, and all of that. But I'm saying that sometimes we walk in circumstances that either maybe they are consequences of actions we've taken in the past or whatever. And so we have to work through that. But sometimes it might not be a fault of your own or my own. It might just be something that's happened to us. As a, as a result of living in this broken world. And so then we have to navigate how do we respond. So, you know, for you and me, we can't always control, like, well, let's just say, sometimes you can't control. If you don't have any money, for example, you don't want to go out and buy a new car because you don't have any money. So that's, that's you know, cause and effect there. But then things like if you have intense anxiety and fears and you never for whatever reason, don't know why, it's just kind of has been your life, that's a different story, but that you and me can find contentment even when our circumstances look like that, or even when you are being good steward of your money, but the money is still feels really low, or um, when you're in your marriage and you're surrendering it to God and you're praying over your husband or whatever, and it's not looking like what you expect and your circumstances just seem to be dictating your outlook, or they seem to be dictating what your future or your hope is. And I want to encourage you with that today because God calls us to not look at our, our circumstances, but to look on him. And then in the midst of our circumstances that we can find true contentment. Here's the reality. Happiness is a word that is awesome, right? Like happy, like everyone wants to be happy. And we like to talk about that a lot in our world, because I think that's our world's way of saying it doesn't understand contentment it understands happiness. And happiness is created by moments. And here's the thing, when the moment's gone, the happiness is generally gone. And so what our world doesn't fully understand is, and what I believe is part of our responsibility as believers is to show the world, even through our circumstances that aren't always the best, that we can be content. And content, I believe happiness is within contentment. Happiness is being happy in moments along the way, but contentment is literally being able to walk through even when the situation doesn't look happy, that you in your heart can say, I'm content right here, right now. I don't wanna stay here. And I don't think that's what this is getting at. Like, I don't think God's like, well, this is a circumstance that's happening in your life and I just want you to be in this turmoil forever and ever and ever. I don't necessarily think that that's what God's saying as much as he's saying, like things will change. And so, um, a, an example of that would be in Philippians, um, Philippians chapter four, Paul's talking to the Philippians and he's like thanking them for being so generous to him. And, um, you know, as he traveled around and all this stuff and, um, you know, one of the things that he says though, is like, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. And like we've heard this, most of us, even if you're not a believer or you would say you're a believer or whatever, you would say, I've probably heard that, like be content in every circumstance. Like I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have a lot, but can we truly say that we are content when we don't have a lot? Can we truly say that we're content when the money is not like the girl next to us, or our hair doesn't look like hers, or our body's not there, or can we truly say that we are content with where we are in our life? And if I was honest, there are many times in my life when I would say no. If anything, I was in discontentment. 
And what did discontentment do for me? All it did was breed jealousy. All it did was breed more fear, um, hopelessness. And you find yourself in a pit of despair if you are discontent. And so what I want to encourage you with and what Paul says here, he's like, I've learned the secret. He literally says, I have learned the secret. So it starts in verse 12. I know it is to be a need. I know it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. The secret. And I'm like, okay, what's the secret? Like, I need to know the secret. So when I'm in a situation where I'm feeling discontent, which happens often, let's be really honest. I have to keep that part of me in check. I don't know about you. Maybe not. Maybe you walk around and you're like, everything's all great. I'm so content. I don't have a lot of money right now and I can't buy new clothes and I can't have that car or, or whatever, but I'm content. Yeah, I'm great. Friend, if that's you, high five and pour that out on me because more than likely I struggle with that. I just struggle with in when my circumstances aren't favorable to what I think they should be, I find myself wanting to slip into that discontentment, despair pit, and I need Jesus to just pull me out of it. And so if you're there, then you can understand. He says, I've learned the secret. So I'm like, okay, Paul, tell me, what's the secret? So I keep reading on and it says, here's the secret. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. There's a secret, friend. It's not really a secret. It's a secret in the sense that he tells us what the answer is. I love that about the Bible. It's like one part you'll be like, oh, what? How do I get that? How do I do that? And then like a couple of verses down, it's like, here's the answer. Here is the antidote. Let me tell you, I don't want to just leave you here. I know you're going to struggle with contentment, friend. I know you're going to struggle with it, my child. I know you're going to struggle with it. And so here is this, it's a secret. Yes, but I have the answer to the secret. Let me, let me tell you what it is. And so it's not hidden from us. We can find it here. And it says that we can do all things, everything, whether we're in lack, whether we have a lot, whether we get what we want in the moment or not, and we do it through his strength. So I think when we come to the realization that, and I know for me personally, when I get to that place where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't make this situation change in this moment. Sometimes we have choices. And I think God's gracious in those choices. But sometimes we don't have choices. We just find ourselves, and I'm talking about that right now. We find ourselves in a circumstance where we're like, okay, I need your strength to help me get through this and to help me get through this with a, with a pure heart because everything in me and my flesh wants to scream and run. Everything in me and my flesh wants to be angry and bitter and everything in my flesh wants me to look to the left and look to the right at what everyone else is going through and doing and think, if I had their life and their circumstances, I would be content. The reality is, friend, you could step into their... What's that, what's that saying? <laughs> The grass is not greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. And that is so true. And I found that to be so true in my own life. And you know why? Because some of those people that I've literally said, like, oh, if I had that situation, it'd be better. I've spent time with those people. And I've learned, you know, not the highlight reel. And I thought, whoa, I would never have thought that. I, I don't... <laughs> I will be with you next to your circumstances, but I'm thankful for my circumstances. I don't want to be in your circumstances right now. And so we have to come to this place of, of contentment in our own life, in our own walk, where we focus on where we are in time, where God has placed us in our season of life. Is it always going to be what we want? No. Is it always going to be favorable for us? 
No. But the Bible does go on to say that when he's for us, who can be against us? So we can know that when we're walking in those circumstances that he never leaves nor forsakes us. Does that mean that it's comfortable? No. Most of the time when you're walking in these type of circumstances, it's extremely uncomfortable. And I think there's beauty, if we can see that, in those things. And that is that we understand that we can't do it on our own. I cannot do this situation on my own. I cannot get rid of fear and anxiety. And, and there'll be people who tell you you can, and there are steps you can take to freedom, but ultimately it is a condition of your heart and mind and spirit and body that has to be freed. And the way we find that freedom is through the secret. And the secret is the strength that comes from God. And I constantly think, if you, friend, are listening to this, I want to encourage you. If you're a believer, that you have the power of the living God within you to overcome, to be content in whatever your circumstances. So wherever you find yourself today, if you're feeling super discouraged, this is for you. This is your sign. This is your podcast. You have the strength within you already to, to do this. You have the strength within you to be content in your circumstances. And here is what I love. How do we be content in our circumstances? Well, we get the strength from God. So that comes from reading the word and being involved in the word and getting in community with other people who can speak life into your situation. Not just the people, you know, those, what are they called? What do I like to call those? The border bullies, the border bullies, the ones that like you're going on to the next level in your life and the next step. And you have those people who are just like, you can't do it. Or if your circumstances were different, or if you had gotten that degree, yeah, maybe, but you, you can't. Friend, I want to tell you that's toxic. They can be your friend. You can be kind to them. You can love on them. You can pray for them from afar. But those are not the people you want in your corner when you're walking through circumstances. You want the people who are willing not to stand in front of you telling you all the things you can't do or all the reasons why you can't or pointing to your circumstances. Instead, you want the people who will be in the trenches with you standing next to you. And that's one of the whole points of this whole podcast thing of the Lemonade Legacy is community. You want other women standing next to you who will say, you know what? You're in this circumstance, but I'm willing to walk with you. I'm willing to get in the trench with you and I'm willing to go to battle with you and we will walk. No, it may not seem like it right now and it looks hazy and I don't know how we're going to do it and how you're going to do it, but I'm willing to go with you. I'm willing to continue to keep you focused, help you focus on what really matters. And that's not our circumstances. What matters is where we're going and who is with us and how he will deliver us in the midst of our circumstances. I am totally preaching to the choir right now. Every single time I get on this thing, I am preaching to the choir because I deal with the very same struggle that I'm presenting. And that's why it's so like just the breaking of my heart to present anything through here to you because I truly genuinely know and understand and feel it. And I want you to know that there is freedom for you and for me. And every time I go to the Bible and I look this stuff up, I think, thank you, Thank you, because I was not sure that I was going to be able to, to get through this, or I was not sure that I would be able to continue one more day. And maybe it's not even that you have all the answers in a moment, because sometimes I want that too, but maybe it's just that you find contentment with just the process. I hate processes. <laughs> if I was really honest with you, I hate processes. I, I am 100% a product of my generation. I want it quickly. I want it microwaved. I want it in like 
hot pocket. Like that's what I want. Like I want it like super fast. I want it to be nutrient dense and I want it to give me all the good things that I need. Like I want to be healthy from it. I want it to like give me everything I need in that moment. But the reality is most of the time what we see is that things that are really good for us take a process. For example, let's just use exercise. Who likes exercising? That's my hand raise. You can't see me, but I'm letting you know that sound means it's my hand raise. I love hate exercise, but I prayed that God would give me, so I literally had to pray this. I prayed that God would give me a desire and a motivation to work out because I wanted to achieve some goals and I wanted to stick to something and I wanted to prove to myself and I wanted to show to my children that this is a good way of life. Taking care of our temple is a good way of life. And so what does that look like for me? That looks like marrying the process because you know I worked out that first workout and I was like, do my muscles, I told my husband, I was like, do my muscles look bigger? He was like, babe, you've literally been working out for like two days. I'm like, I know, but I feel like, I feel like I should see something by now. And I've been working out for two months and going on three months. And I'm like, is it, is it doing anything? And here's the coolest part of the whole thing is like, okay, maybe on the outside, yeah, you'll see some physical change. Like I'll see some physical change from working out and, and being content in my circumstances, I might see some physical change, but even if the circumstance right around me, like with exercise, even too, like if it doesn't change right away, am I willing to stick to the process while in the midst, I'm sticking to it and I'm learning things about myself. I'm growing, I'm building strength. Like exercise is a perfect example of being content because I'm building strength, but it's a process. And sometimes we're in circumstances that are a process. Sometimes if we're in debt and we're like, I'm going to commit to the process of getting out of debt so I don't have money problems, we have to be willing to commit to the process. And if we're not, and we try to do it in our own strength, we'll fail. We'll fail because we'll be like, oh, it's not worth it. I'm just going to go buy what I want right now. We won't be committed because we won't have the strength to get through the hard part. You know, it's the same thing with exercise. If I don't commit to the process, I'll quit. Because to be honest, I don't like running. Like if I'm running, someone is chasing me. Like I don't love running, but I know that running and other things like that are good for me. Good for me in ways that I can't even see yet. Or maybe we'll never even see. And that's something that I want to take away from being content. Being content in the process, in the circumstance, in the now. Because there's things I can't see that are happening. And sometimes in our circumstances, I don't think that like God's like, I just wanted to give you this circumstance, child. That's my God voice. And he's probably laughing like, that's not what I sound like. But I want to give you the circumstance because I really want to teach you a lesson. And I know that there are times when God uses circumstances to show us something about himself or about ourselves or whatever, but I don't think that's always his goal. The Bible says he loves us. He wants to give us every good and perfect gift. It's not, he's a good father. If he's better than any father you've ever known, he would only want to give good gifts to his children. So I'm not saying that that's the way that he rolls, but he is so good in a sense that when the circumstances aren't favorable, he can still get glory. He can still turn, the Bible says, your situation to good to those who love him and who are called according to his purposes. And so we can know that by using his strength to be content in the process of where we're at and the circumstances that he will do what only he can do. And sometimes that's things we can't see in the moment. And so our portion is just to be content. And 
the biggest part of that is you might be asking, or maybe you're not asking, maybe you know how to do this already. You've, you've learned and have a secret in your heart. But for me, I say, well, what's a practical thing? Because I want to the practical. I want to know how I can implement this like yesterday. Because if I'm going to work on this, I want to know, like, I know I need to, to pray and, and read my Bible, but like, how can I implement this? Friend, one of the best things that I think you and I can do, aside from the word, is the most beautiful part. We read the word, and even if we don't feel like we're getting anything, it's getting in our spirits. It's just like if you watch a movie or read anything or you learn a song, it all goes in. It all goes in. So fill yourself with good. Um, the other part of that is finding things literally, and this might be hard at first. You might literally have to sit down and like map this out. But finding things that you can be thankful for in the midst of your circumstances. You're going to hear me talk about that a lot on these podcasts of being thankful because I've spent a lot of years of being discontent with my struggles, um, with anxiety and fear, and just finding so much discontentment in that season of time that I realized that my gratitude for life was none. Like I had none. I was extremely hopeless, like to the bottom of the barrel of the pit stuck, like no hope whatsoever for anything. And so one of the things that I have practically implemented is being thankful and forcing myself. Sometimes, friend, you don't feel it. And your circumstances are really sucky. Excuse me, that's the only word I know how to use. If they're really sucky right now, you don't know anything else to do. Like you, you can't find the, the thankfulness. But I want to encourage you, even if it's super small, you're like, thank you for this. Thank you, God, for this. Create a list every single day of your circumstance, even if it doesn't change, and find five things you can be thankful for. Five things you can be thankful for. Five things. I don't care what they are. I don't care if it's the color of the carpet that you picked out. For that day, that's all you can get out because the circumstances are just that sucky. You be thankful for that blue carpet. I don't think anyone gets blue carpet, but you be thankful for your blue carpet, okay? You do you and you find things to be thankful for. And I will tell you something. You keep doing that and you stay in the process and you use the strength, the secret, which is the strength of God to continue to propel you, propel you in the midst of your circumstances, you'll find contentment. The other thing is, if you've got some border bullies in your life, that's what I'm calling them, friend, it's time to put some distance don't let those people speak into your dreams, your hopes, and your circumstances if they don't line up with the vision that God's either given you or that you're walking in. Don't let those people. You can be kind and loving, but don't let them speak into your life. It's toxic. The other thing is get the community of people with you who are willing to go in the trenches. And even if it's one person, that's fine. You do you, boo. You do you. And at the end of the day, if social media is... This is a hard one because we love social media. Well, most people do in my generation anyway. If you love social media and you are following people who really strike that chord of discontentment in your heart right now because you're just not there yet. Like you're just really struggling and you just need to walk through some stuff first and then maybe you can go back and follow them. I would encourage you to unfollow them. Unfollow them for a season. Odds are they're not going to know you unfollowed them and even if they do, it's okay. It's okay. That is okay. It's okay to make those choices. And I guarantee you will find contentment. If you stick to the process and you trust in God and you trust in, in the secret of his strength is what it tells us. And the coolest part of that is when you're on the other side of that circumstance, 
you'll be able to encourage and tell the others who are watching, this is what you did. This is how you did it. You found contentment and now you're stronger, better. You've done more and more encouraged than you've ever been in your whole life. And now you can share that with other people. And that's the beauty of this whole thing. The beauty of this life we live is not for ourselves only. And that's just a byproduct, a side effect of, of following the word and of living our lives to, to the best of our ability and of staying focused on what's important, keeping the main thing the main thing. But that we can leak that whole thing to those around us. And we can bring people on with us to encourage and be an encouragement. And that's the point of all of this. At the end of the day, that not only you find contentment in your life, but that you can share that contentment and that secret of contentment with others. And so I want to encourage you with that today, whatever your circumstance, that you and I can find contentment. We can be content. We can do this. We can be thankful even for our situation. We can be thankful in our situation. Maybe we're not thankful for the situation. I realize that's probably not a good word, but we're thankful in the situation for the things that we do have and we can see. And you'll begin to see even more when you become thankful like that. You'll be like, oh man. I didn't even know that was a thing and it is a thing and I'm super thankful for that thing and so I want to encourage you with that today the grass is not always greener on the other side it's greener where you water it don't know who coined that but I love that to marry the process like I always say and to take the strength of God to be your contentment in your circumstance right now I love you so much friend thank you for listening to this lemonade legacy podcast if it has been an encouragement to you please share it with someone that you know and love that could really use some encouragement in their circumstance because that's what this is all about. A community of you and me and all the others to be encouraged wherever they're at right now. I love you friends. Thank you so much. Till next time. Bye.